everyone. Welcome, uh, welcome back to Capes and Japes. Uh, I hope everyone, uh, had a nice holiday weekend. If you're listening to this when it comes out and also you are in America specifically. <laughs> um, we are, Briar is no longer on the floor of a closet like a gremlin. I get I get a proper folding chair this time. If it sounds echoey, it's because I'm still in an empty room. <laughs> uh, and I currently have a cold. So Ooh. I'm going to try. We're getting through it. I'm going to try not to make too many gross noises. Um, but if my voice sounds weird, that is why. It's because my sister gave me her cold over Thanksgiving. How inconsiderate. How extremely rude. Especially in this, 2021. We should know better. We should all, you know, we should all be doing better than this. Um, and yet. Uh, so we are migrating, uh, back to DC, uh, after we spent some time with our good, our good old pals, the X-Men. Um. And we still have so many more X-Men that we could do. There are so many, just... (laughs) There's a certain point where it's like, well, we could just talk about X-Men for years. And then you have to pull yourself away from that path. Like, no, no. Yes. DC, save me. We've truly only performed... We've done a drop in the bucket of of (laughs) X-Men. But, uh, so, a pretty long time ago now, patron of the show, Sam suggested we talk about the Kate Spencer Manhunter. And I was like, oh, we should do that. And then and we then did we did for it. a very long time. <laughs> we, we, simply, we simply did not. We put um, it on the list and we were like, yup, that's on the list. There, there she is. Um, but now we are here and we are talking about it. Um, so Kate Spencer is the uh, latest in a pretty long line of DC superheroes named Manhunter that we probably could do some more episodes on. Because um, I did not, I <laughs> have not known very much uh, about them. Because she's what, like the eighth or something? Yeah, something like that. A lot of them don't have... um much affiliation with each other. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, Manhunter is a pretty generic name. Yeah, it it really encompasses a lot of stuff, to the point where there is another superhero named Martian Manhunter. (laughs) (laughs) To differentiate himself from the other eight Manhunters. This one's from Mars. (laughs) Unrelated to any of these guys. (laughs) (sighs) Oh. Um... So the um, first guy was named Paul Kirk. He was uh, introduced as a, um, like, a golden age hero who was basically just a detective. He just had comics about being a detective and uh, tracking down criminals. A classic. Um, A true hunter of man. The most dangerous game. Um, and then he, uh, got brought back in, like, the 70s. I thought you were gonna say that he got killed. (laughs) Well, I I think, I'm pretty sure he did, he did at some point. Um, it's comics, baby. It's comics, most of them have. Yeah, he got brought back in the 70s, where he had, like, more, like, super heroic stuff going on. And it was more of kind of like a spy story, like thriller kind of thing. Um, there was another Manhunter who was also just like a detective who was like part of quality comics that DC eventually got the rights to, where he um, <laughs> he was a... Uh, he was a detective trying to clear his brother's name, and then he also had a robot dog, um, and then he also just fought a bunch of, like, supervillains, 
but j- just uh, with his detective powers, I guess. Um, there were a couple clones of the first Manhunter <laughs> who also became Manhunters. Manhunters. Um, Manhunters, yes. Um, at least one of whom was an evil Manhunter. Um, <laughs> there was one, so the first Manhunter's name is Paul Kirk. Um, and one of his, one of the clones that takes on the identity of Manhunter. Pell Clark. No. Dang. One of them is called Kirk DePaul. Okay. I, I was making a funny joke that the name would be very similar. I didn't realize that it would actually be. You, the thing about comics is a lot of times you make jokes about something and then the actual thing in comics is sillier than the joke that you made um he um there's also uh in uh in between these clones there's kind of a uh more anti-heroic manhunter named mark shaw um not a clone who's a bu- <laughs> not a clone he's got a lot of stuff going on they introduce like this um they introduce the concept of the Manhunters as a, like, intergalactic android police force that, like, predates the Green Lanterns. Um, ah, yes, and- yes, 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 yes. I was like, why is this ringing a bell? I did, I think that's what the Millennium Arc was about. One... One of those, you know, fun 80s crossover yeah. events. <laughs> yeah, it is, it's, it's quite 80s. Um, and, like, Mark Shaw is, like, recruited by these Manhunters. Um, and then he also, he has, like, a, um, he has an arch nemesis that, like, keeps showing up even though he, like, keeps killing him and then it turns out that actually um the arch nemesis is him and he's been brainwashed by the u.s government um okay yeah um at some point he like he in his evil persona he like kills like some of the other former manhunters um also at one point he he takes on the identity of a villain named the 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 star czar all right so s t a r hyphen t s a r yep the star czar star czar yeah you know um charizard yeah exactly so <laughs> again a lot a lot of a lot of guys who, with the exception of the guys who are clones of other guys, um, don't really, like, don't really know each other. It's not, like, a mantle that's kind of been, like, passed down through the generations. Um, and, uh, Kate is no exception. Um, the current, most recent Manhunter, um, pro- probably... <laughs> I mean, probably more interesting just by virtue of, like, well, at least she's a girl. <laughs> That's something. And they didn't um, make her, like, the woman hunter. Yeah. <laughs> lady man hunter. God. She only hunts lady men. It's... <laughs> she's not very busy. Yeah. Like, so lady... Do you, do you hunt lady... Do you hunt lady men or ladies and men? Or she's are, like, no, th- only only people who specifically identify as ladymen. Yes. And only <laughs> only if they've done a crime. I'm not busy at all. I have found my niche. <laughs> I'm really I'm I'm just vibing pretty much. Um I get to meet a lot of cool people actually. <laughs> so mostly it's mostly about community. Um <laughs> <laughs> oh wow i'm I'm really i've really brought a lot of people together so yeah i'm pretty happy um so kate is uh 
introduced. She first shows up in um as the lead of her own solo series in 2004, um written uh by Mark Andreco and drawn by uh Jesus Saiz. Um and she is introduced as uh she's a lawyer. She's a federal prosecutor. Um and she has a specific interest in supervillain crimes. Um so she is um present for the trial of uh Copperhead who is a Batman villain. Um there's been there's also been a lot of Copperheads. Um <laughs> I think I think the one that um Kate encounters is like the original. But uh she uh is present for his trial. He's he's done a lot of crimes, he's done murders. Um and uh he is able to uh escape from custody. Um and Kate is like, well, okay, clearly the normal criminal justice system that we have is uh not sufficient against super criminals. So I'm going to take matters into my own hands and uh become a vigilante. Um on the one hand, I like that um it's not like it's not like he like escapes and like kills her family or something, which is like <laughs> So often the case, especially for, like, female characters, it's like, no, he just escapes and she's mad that he did it. <laughs> um, on the other hand, I don't... I'm always going to feel kind of complicated about super cop. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, she's a cop, but the criminals are really, really bad. And also she's girl boss about it. I'm sorry, I just, I'm looking for pictures of Kate for, you know, the art. And I am very mad that Manhunter number one, she stalks the world's most dangerous game. I am almost 20 years late to the <laughs> same exact joke. God damn it. No. <laughs> How could they do this to us? I was only 11 years old. I hadn't even read that short story yet. They beat me to it. <laughs> they had an unfair advantage. Being <laughs> bored before you were. <gasps> anyway. I'm, um Yeah. Kate Go ahead. Kate maybe Kate maybe good. Super super cop. Maybe maybe not. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh it's complicated. Um she uh doesn't have superpowers, but while she is uh going after Copperhead, she uh steals equipment from like an evidence locker. She uh has gauntlets that used to belong to uh Azrael as Batman. Fun that they just <laughs> have these in an evidence locker. Right, like, you'd think they should, like, be more, you know, kind of <laughs> secure about it. Um, but no, uh, they do, um, they are just in there, just, uh, just for funsies. Um, she has a, um, staff that did used to belong to the, um, Mark Shaw, uh, Manhunter, um, I, I don't, I don't think it has any, I think it's, it's just like a, like a fighting staff, like a, a quarter staff, um, but I, I mean, it's not a magic staff, um, but I, I think, I think it's just for combat, I don't think it has any, you know, like, special, like, it shoots fire or anything, I think it's just for hitting. I mean, it looks, it looks kind of like it might have electricity powers, Oh, that would just, make sense. Just based off of, like, the aesthetic? 
Yeah, just the vibe. It, it does glow. I say, still looking at pictures of Kate Spencer. <laughs> just, just looking, just looking right at her. Um, and uh, she has a um, an armored suit that was created by the Dark Stars, who are another group of space cops. Mm. Um. DC really said, you know what's better than one group of space cops? Just infinite numbers of space cops, apparently. Um, I mean, I'd rather not. I'd rather, I'd rather we didn't. Um, the, the Dark Stars do hate, um, the Reach, uh, who are the aliens that programmed the, the, scarab that eventually ended up in the hands of uh Jaime Reyes Blue Beetle um so Kate's suit really hates Jaime which is unfortunate <laughs> um cuz he's he's just he's just a nice young man Jaime cannot catch a break I know god he really is he's trying so hard all the time um wow I love him let's just talk about Jaime <laughs> Um, no. Anyways, she, um, she takes this armor, um, it, you know, gives her, um, some, like, enhanced, like, strength and durability, um, and she uses these to go, uh, track down superhuman criminals. Um, she also has a, um, there is a man named uh Dylan Battles. Um what does a fun he, name. What does he battle? <laughs> Whatever he wants. Um who is a uh he's like he was he's like a retired like weapons dealer for supervillains. Um and uh Kate finds him and, like, blackmails him into, like, you know, repairing and upgrading her equipment. Um, so most of her series, um, she had a solo series which, um, ran, uh, only for, uh, a couple years. I think it was, like, 25 issues. Um... And then it got canceled, and then they brought it back to tie into Infinite Crisis. Um, and then they brought it back for a little bit after that, and then they canceled it again. But, um, a lot of her, uh, her series follows her, obviously, uh, you know, tracking down and defeating various supervillains who otherwise would not be brought to justice. Um, and also on her, um, her relationship with her family. So she has a, um, a son, uh, named Ramsey, who lives with Kate's ex-husband. Um, and they got divorced before, like, Manhunter events, but I think... Because Kate was kind of too focused on her, you know, work before her work was, uh, vigilanteism. Fair. Um, yeah. Um, they also, um, her husband is remarried and has a daughter with his second wife. And, like, she, like, she is kind of like an awkward relationship with them, but, like, not bad. At one point, like, her, um, her ex-husband's new wife, like, asks Kate to be, like, the godmother, um, to their baby. So, like, it's not, it's not terrible. Like, yeah, it's okay. Could, could be worse. Um, there's also a subplot about, um, her, uh, you find out that her father, um, killed her mother and while he was in prison, um, he developed superpowers. 
and escape from prison. Um, and she, her father's name is Walter Pratt. And Kate, for a while, thinks that he might be, um, the son of Al Pratt, who is the golden age, uh, Adam. Um, you know, the one whose thing was just that he was short and people made fun of him for it in college. <laughs> um, I, I do, I do like that. Yeah. Um, and then she discovers that, um, her grandparents are in fact, uh, golden age superheroes, but not that one because, uh, her grandparents are Sandra Knight, who was a golden age, uh, superheroine, um, known as Phantom Lady, um, who has also, I think, been, like, uh, brought back in, in various, uh, different incarnations, um, and her grandfather was a a superhero, (laughs) okay, so his, his name is Arn Monroe, A-R-N, Monroe, um, but his superhero name is Iron Monroe, Mm. I-R-O-N. Nobody. Depending on your accent. Arn Monroe. Arn Monroe. Nobody will ever guess. Arn Monroe was sort of like a, um, a Superman knockoff who was created, um, after Crisis on Infinite Earths when they reset continuity and kind of like brought the timeline like back into shape and they were like okay so superman was not around during world war ii so if we want to tell like world war ii comic book stories superman can't be in them (laughs) um so iron monroe was created by roy thomas as basically just a superman stand-in and uh Kate discovers that, um, basically, Sandra, uh, was pregnant, and Arn wasn't interested in being a father, so, um, like, Al, basically, Al Pratt, um, like, took, took care of, of Sandra while she was having the baby and ended up being listed as the father on the birth certificate, and then, he was put up for adoption, I think. But, uh, that's, that's why. Um, Kate doesn't have any superpowers, despite having superpowered grandparents. There's, like, apparently there's, like, a few instances where, like, she survives things that, like, probably shouldn't be survivable, but, you know, unclear if that's supposed to be, like, oh, secret superpowers, or if it's just, you know, comics it could could go either way honestly (laughs) it's it's truly impossible to say uh her son ramsey um at one point is like uh taking um like taking a train to go visit her um and he uh ends up like something like he like super strength like stops a train or something so he does have superpowers so it her grandfather and her father and then it skipped her and then her son all have superpowers um there's also like there's like a future story timeline where uh like kate passes on the manhunter mantle the mantle hunter uh, to him when the man huntle, like, um, the man huntle. Thank you. When he's a little bit older, but that's like I I don't think like canon necessarily uh per se, but uh it does it does show that um in the future he um has a boyfriend <laughs> with superpowers. Um, that's very good. And he's also. But it does yeah. also show that manhunters are capable of being somewhat related to each other. Yes. 
It is they can't do it. They just it usually is, don't. It is not a curse of the mantle. <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, you were saying a very good thing about him having a boyfriend with superpowers. Yes, he has a boyfriend with superpowers, and he's also friends with um, Obsidian's daughter, Jade, named after um, his sister, Jade. Yes, um, <laughs> Of course. Yes. He he of does course. seem they do seem the type to name their children after each other. Yes, yes. Um and they you know like are like a little future superhero team together. Um that's like that's at the sort of the end of Kate's like solo series. Um she also um she is part of um the birds of prey in like the late 2000s um where like uh black canary leads the team um and babs contacts kate to like replace her um and she's there from like issue 100 until like the end of that series um she also um she works for the um, Department of Extra Normal Operations, which is a government agency um, that's led by a man named Mr. Bones. Good. <laughs> and he's a skeleton. Good. Um, yeah, he's a skeleton man. Also, um, when you were saying that, I was trying to just figure out if it, if like the anagram spelled anything out, and I'm just like. Dino! <laughs> it doesn't. No, it doesn't. Um, Mr. Bones was, like, a, like, um, first showed up as, like, a villain in Infinity, Inc., and then, um, like, did a face turn and joined the team, and he was, like, it's, like, it, it was, like, he and, like, a bunch of other, like, kids were, like, kidnapped as babies by this scientist who was, like, secretly running, like, metahuman experiments. Um, and then they escaped and became supervillains. Um, and then they did not, they decided not to be supervillains anymore. Or at least I, Mr. Bones did. I Okay, I was like, why does this sound familiar? I did read a crossover issue in one of those okay. fun 80s. I have seen Mr. Bones. <laughs> I have gazed upon Mr. Bones. The fun thing is, uh, when you said, like, it's run by Mr. Bones, who is a skeleton, I was thinking, like, a skeleton in, like, a suit, just like a black and white, like, James Bond-type suit. And mm. then I had to, like, be all like, hmm, nope. He was kind of a dick in Infinity, Inc. <laughs> <laughs> and well, definitely not in a suit. <laughs> Yeah, well, now he's a good guy, and he does wear a suit. Um, and does he, he wear a is, suit? He does wear a suit. That comes um, with the face turn? <laughs> well, no, it's it's later than the face turn, because it's when he gets, um, he gets the job at the, as, at the Department of Extra Normal Operations, um, and he's in charge of it, so now instead of Mr. Bones, he is Director Bones. Okay, because if... In Infinity Inc., when he is a villain, he is wearing, like, a full black suit, so you can't really tell that he's a skeleton except for his head, with, like, mm -hmm. crossbones on the chest, and, like, a nice, like, high-waisted uh, yellow belt that matches a yellow accent on his thigh-high boots. Oh and, my god. And, Icon. like, almost, like elbow high gloves and then he's got like a doctor strange-esque big red cape like wow I, had, I love you mr bones i had to go from okay i'm imagining a skeleton in a suit to like oh oh no <laughs> <laughs> um also apparently when he shows up as a villain he speaks in rhyme and then yep. he, 
he, he stops doing that, which is cowardly in my opinion. They should have had him continue to speak in rhyme, inexplicably. I think because Infinity Inc. was also young, they had their villains also being, like, young. So now it's like, hey, I was doing, like, weird poetry stuff as a teen, uh, <laughs> where I spoke in rhyme all the time, and now I am an adult. <laughs> Still a skeleton, but now I'm an adult. Yeah. And I have responsibilities. <laughs> That's not getting my adopted sibling. That's like not trying to keep my adopted siblings in line like an unpaid babysitter. <laughs> I... <laughs> now I have a grown up job and I wear a suit. I cannot do this anymore, unfortunately. Do you think he has like a little journal where he still like writes poems? <laughs> Every once in a while, he thinks of like a good rhyme and he's like, gotta write that one down. <laughs> Gotta save that. Do you think he still thinks in rhyme and then he has to like take a second to like just say normal sentences? He had just <laughs> been doing it for so long. He's just really, once you get in the habit, it's hard to stop as it turns out. I'm so sorry, Kate, that we uh, moved your, we, we just interrupted your episode to talk about Mr. Bones so much. I mean, the, the... <laughs> the existence of Mr. Bones is kind of mesmerizing, honestly. <laughs> um, she, um, after Identity Crisis, um, no, Infinite Crisis? God, I, oh, I hate these. <laughs> um, after a crisis. <laughs> after, after one of the crises, um, she is, um, Wonder Woman's defense attorney um after diana kills max lord and it's like part of the storyline because it's comics it's not just gonna be like you know oh we have a normal trial where we talk about you know what happened and whether diana was you know justified or not um ted cord shows up and he's alive again and everyone's like what he's well this is good, but also it kind of ruins our defense if, like, the man who Max Lord murdered is in fact alive. And then it turns out that it's not Ted. It's a shapeshifter pretending to be Ted. Everybody has the to have a hobby. The shapeshifting cannibal named Everyman. That's a pretty good name for a shapeshifter. But also, weird curveball with the cannibal part. We Weird. Really, um really weird. I think he, um, he has to, like, like, eat people to get their DNA to, like, shapeshift into them. Okay, so he can just have, like, a little a nibble. He could have just a little snack. Um, but also his, his name is Hannibal Bates. <laughs> na named after Hannibal Lecter and also Norman Bates. Well, um, yes. <laughs> Why? In case you couldn't tell. Why? Why? <laughs> okay, so we're gonna have a shapeshifter. Alright, cool, I'm on board. And he has to um, consume some of the uh, person's DNA to be able to shapeshift into them. Okay, alright, everybody has to have, you know, a limiting factor. He can't uh, shapeshift into somebody that he hasn't, you know, licked, I guess. Oh. Also, his name is Hannibal Bates. <laughs> Just, uh, um, actually, hold on. Does that... Are you trying to lean into the cannibal angle? <laughs> yes, yes we are. I, yeah, we're really mm, pushing that part of it. Mm, I think... I think the shape-shifting is enough. Does he really have to be a cannibal? Oh, no, but see, he's a villain, I think? Ah, fine. Fine. Go for it, I guess. I guess. Does he I just mean... take a little a snack? Or does he, like, take a limb home? Like, is it... Is the cannibalism, like, his primary source of sustenance? <laughs> is it, like, fun for him? Like, what? <laughs> does truly... he enjoy it? Or is it, like, just, like, Deathstroke with the murder thing? Like, no, this is just my job. 
<laughs> it's a living. <laughs> Takes a bite of somebody's hand. It's a living. God, sorry, Kate, that you have encountered so many just truly deeply weird. I think um, I I was thinking about it. Uh, I think because I feel like we do this a lot when it comes to female superheroes is that we have to go off on tangents to hit normal episode lengths because comics <laughs> give them nothing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um also, I mean this this stuff this stuff is whack though. Yeah. <laughs> Objectively it's whack, but yes. No, that's that's true. Um she um is in um she's like the the DA in Gotham for a little bit after um her series is canceled. I think it's uh part of like Streets of Gotham. She also um she joins the JSA. Um she like kind of uh she shows up to uh to help them because like the monument city where they're based has been like basically like destroyed and they need help and so she goes and she helps them out and she ends up staying um and joining them but this is i think just before flashpoint um so it doesn't matter um and um she has uh shown up in rebirth i believe as a um she's like retired and um she's just a just a regular lawyer so retired from vigilanteism not from law um, but, um she's, she's, well i'm just a regular non-vigilante lawyer <laughs> i'm just a simple non-super heroic lawyer um and um she is you know, raising her son. Un- I don't know if her son still has superpowers post-reboots or not. Um, I hope he still gets to kiss a boy. Yeah, that, that's that's more important to me than the superpowers, I think. He could just be normal and kissing a boy, like... Yeah, that's just, fine. I'm, so, I'm proud of him. Yeah. Um, she has a storyline where she gets uh, hired as uh, a defense attorney um, for Green Arrow because he's been framed for murder. Um, Love that for him. And, yeah. As as Green Arrow or as Ollie? As Ollie. Um, <laughs> he, he's... Frame a billionaire for murder. That will go great for you in this here country. Yeah. Um, he's framed for murdering his secretary as ollie um but she surprisingly she is actually alive um and uh kate is able to um you know like shelter her at uh kate's house and then one of the like corrupt cops involved with like framing ollie like shows up and like tries um tries to kill the secretary again and then kate Kills the cop, so... Good for her. You know. Good for her. God, Good for her. I'm, you know what? I'm just imagining, like, Kate finding the secretary and, like, nobody finding out. And then she shows up to court like, I have one more witness. <laughs> <laughs> and just calls the secretary and just walks up. Ma'am, who are you? And are you dead? <laughs> <laughs> Can you testify to the court that you are in fact alive? <laughs> let the uh let the record note that she has indicated that she is in fact alive. <laughs> <laughs> Can you point at your employer who did not kill you? <laughs> God. 
And then the jury's just like, well, I guess he's not guilty, seeing as the person that he supposedly murdered is not dead. <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty, it's pretty cut and pretty dry. Pretty much impossible for him to be guilty at this point. Although comics could be, could be. That's uh, true. She came back. <laughs> yeah, he could have killed her, and then she did come back to life. At that, like, at that point, like. I mean, you're still trying somebody for murder because they killed somebody with the intention that they wouldn't come back to life. But it's also kind of like, well, it didn't work and this person's still alive. So if <laughs> it feels kind of weird giving them the same punishment as, as if this person was dead. Do you, think, do you think that comics universes have had to like adapt their like sentencing for murders because it's just so like, if you kill somebody, there's, like, a decent chance they'll just come back. Now, see, that only works for people, like, there, there's gotta be, like, a mitigating factor of, like, oh, well, it's a superhero, or, mm -hmm. like, yeah. or maybe that's something that um, doesn't come up in sentencing, but it does come up during parole hearings, like... <laughs> The, they yes. still get sentencing for, like, there's no mitigating factor for, like, oh, well, you know, they'll probably be back because it's a superhero. It's like, oh, no, um, the person I murdered showed up to my parole hearing and was like, hey, I know that they murdered me, but I'm back now, and also I forgave them, so you should probably <laughs> just, you know, not have them in prison anymore. Yeah. That, that that makes sense. That tracks. Gods, I... So, like, I know that because we are in America and we're so, like, steeped in the prison industrial complex that it's hard to imagine, uh -huh. it, imagine the country without it. But also, man, comics books relies a lot upon the prison industrial complex. They love that. Um, it's like, it's... <laughs> It's, like, hard to hold it against characters like this, because it's so, it's like, I mean, what are you gonna, you're in a comics universe, like, what are you gonna do? Meanwhile, Ollie's over here, like, abolition. <laughs> Is Ollie actually an abolitionist? I have not read a lot of Green Arrow comics. I, I mean, he should be. I'm sure that they're... I at least are gonna like oh mm, there's gonna be some comics books characters that are heading towards abolition and I'm really hoping for John Kent. John Kent, baby. Oh my god, fucking <laughs> John Kent bisexual leftist nightmare superman. I'm so I'm so ready. Like Clark was Clark Clark was a little bit more, you know, liberal. He 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 was a little bit more status quo, but did what he could. And John's like, no, we'll change it. Because <laughs> Clark had to worry about, you know, being an outcast. John's like, yes. everybody already knows who I am. <laughs> <laughs> this is, I, I truly can't wait. I want this to just be the all of the Superman comics. It's like, new Superman kisses men. And also says defund the police. <laughs> Good. John, John Kent leans into a microphone, just abolition. Get rid of the prison <laughs> industrial complex. And some reporter's just like, didn't your dad put a lot of people in jail? And it's like, unfortunately, that's the system that my father was working under, but I'm going to change that. <laughs> I am not my dad. Uh, I'm bi and I'm angry. And uh, fuck cops. I'm not my dad. Uh, capitalism sucks. Uh, down with the prison industrial complex. Wow. So proud of him. God, and then Kate would be able to retire from being a lawyer, go back to vigilanteism. But like, <laughs> cool vigilanteism. Like, killing cops. Who are trying to do murders. Yeah. Vigilanteism specifically against cops. Oh. 
if anybody is listening to this, do not use this in any uh, way against me. This is a fun comedy podcast. I am not advocating yeah. murder. This is a uh, parody and satire. Murder is bad. Murder's bad. We don't like it here. On, on all counts. Murder's bad. <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. But. I'm especially no, looking at it. you cops. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do a murder. Just don't you, do you it. Guys, you guys should do. If it's possible, you should not murder even harder than other people shouldn't murder. Yeah. Do negative murders. Yeah. Bring people back to life. Oh, anyway. <laughs> Anything God. else about Kate? <laughs> that, um, that, that's, that's what I have about Kate. Um, if she's done anything else in Rebirth, I'm not sure. Um, but, you know, I, I, I hope, I hope, I hope she's doing well. And her gay son, who may or may not have superpowers. Anyways, um, I... Shoot, I don't think I had any comics to talk about. There's new Human Target that comes out this week that I am gonna try and buy if I'm feeling <laughs> if I'm feeling better enough in a few days to take myself to the comic book store. Yeah, I haven't read anything because um, yeah. <clears throat> moving, work. Yeah, because of the moving, all the, all the fun situation. <laughs> all, all, all of those things. Yeah, I was also, um, I was working all last week and then i was at my family's house um, oh yeah also the american holiday that happened um <laughs> yes i forgot about it honestly moving has been more of a precedent uh more not more of a precedent god words more present in my mind because it um surrounds me every day you are valid um god Okay, um, I'm gonna wrap up so I can blow my nose some more. Um, if, uh, I'm sure there's, oh, um, Spider-Man, No Way Home, tickets went on sale. I'm still, still not sure how I feel about movie theaters, but I do kind of want to see it in a movie theater. So I guess we'll see how things are, um, I mean, I figure in a few be... weeks. I figure it'll be in theaters for a while, uh, because it's a Marvel. So yeah, like I'm, I'm hoping that like everybody kind of sees it early on, and then <laughs> I can sneak in the way that I did with Venom Two and just have a theater yeah. to myself, or at least mostly to myself. I ideal. Um. Oh, also, Hawkeye came out. Oh. I haven't watched. The beginning of it yet, but it's it's out there. I haven't watched any of it. I'm probably gonna watch it after it's done, so I can watch it all at once. But I've hit that's I've fair. Been, I've been hearing things about it. I have been hearing things. I've been hearing been some hearing... good things, and I've been hearing some bad things. But you know, it's things. It's it is it is things. They I, are there. I will draw my own conclusions. God, I'm excited to see uh, Kate Bishop. I'm excited to see Always. Lucky. I'm very confused how they're gonna do Clint Barton in this, cause Endgame is what it was. Um, yeah, uh, Endgame is is what it was, and as we've said before, even aside from that, you can't really do Matt Fraction Clint <laughs> and have him have a wife and children. Like, ah, yes, here's devoted, devoted father and husband Clint Barton. I'm sorry, who? Whoost? I did make a joke in another server where people were talking about Hawkeye. Um, and I'm just... And I was like, wow, I love Clint Barton. Wish he were in the MCU. <laughs> it's true. Like, it's like, if you want that to be your version of Clint, it's fine. But you can't also then do Matt Fraction Clint with this Clint. Like, honestly, I think the closest they ever got to, like, Clint Barton, like, Earth-616 Clint Barton, yeah. was the one scene in Endgame where he and Natasha are just, like, beating each other up to sacrifice themselves. Yes. Like, I was sitting in the theater like, I hate this. 
oh, this part I like. And then the rest of it, I'm like, I hate this. I hate it again. <laughs> I was like, oh, there's my boy. Oh, well, that's probably the last we'll see of that. Oh, God. Wow. Um, yeah. Anyways, um, if you want to uh, keep up with what we're doing, see new episodes when they go up, you can follow us on Twitter, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, Facebook. Just find all those at Capes and Japes. We have an email address that's capesandjapes at gmail.com. Send us more things that you think John should say to upset America. <laughs> um, we um, have a Discord server if you want to join us on there. Um, we talk about all kinds of stuff, not just comics, um, but we do talk about comics. Um, we uh, have a Patreon if you want to support us on Patreon, as mentioned. Um, this was a suggestion by patron Sam a very long time ago, but you could still suggest stuff for us to talk about. We don't go through things. them in order. <laughs> we go through them like, yeah. oh, we need somebody from DC. Well, Kate's here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, we need villains for Villaintober. Like, you know, that sort of thing. Um, we, um, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you still want to help us out, um, Leaving a rating and review is a good way to do that. Um, telling a friend about the show if you think they'd be into it. And just just coming back and joining us. Um, as you have done once again. So thank you for being here for this episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. I have been Briar. And as always, I'm thinking fondly upon this day of Mr. Bones. <laughs> Aren't we all? I wish I could have thought of a rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I got nothing. I love you, Mr. Bones. <laughs>